Hello Headstrong listeners, it's Naha and today I'm joined by Alison Jones, a former head girl at our school, Norwich High. Sorry, Alison. can I just say sorry? <laughs> I was Alison Jones in those days, I'm now Alison Pearson. Do you want, want that or you just want to go back to... No, we can keep that in as well. I'll just keep that whole thing in. Okay. Um, Alison, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, uh, I'm very pleased to talk about my time at the high school. I was at the high school from... I think it was sometime in 1949 to the summer of 1959 um, when having taken my A-levels and been head girl for the course of that final year, um, I left to go to Durham University to read history um, and was then away from Norwich for another 10 years or so working um, quite a bit in other universities and then returned to UEA um, to give careers advice to students at UEA and since then I've been back in Norwich. Uh, since then married and had uh, three daughters all of whom came to the high school <laughs> so I was pleased to renew acquaintance with the high school. And I know you're never supposed to ask a woman her age but how old are you now just for Context. I'm 80. Um, do you have a key memory when you realise what you wanted to do with your life when you were at Norwich High? I don't know why my words came out like that, but what I meant to say was, was there a key moment during your time at Norwich High when you realised what you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Well, I think there should have been one because, <laughs> as I say, I went on to give careers advice to other students um, at university level. But I'm afraid at school I didn't really have a very clear idea of what I wanted to do. I enjoyed certain subjects and uh, was happy to continue to read history in particular at university. Um, but other than uh, the academic work, the thing I really enjoyed was the drama. And the high school uh, did have some fun uh, drama events, a school play, and particularly I remember the f form drama competition which we had every year when uh, each form produced obviously a, a scene from a Shakespearean play or a short excerpt from some other play. And that rather did inspire me. <laughs> At one stage I, I thought I'd like to be an actress, but obviously that wasn't to be. Um, but I did carry on with um, acting at university and a bit thereafter, um, and have always enjoyed the theatre. So I think I enjoyed that side of uh, the school. Um, but other than that, I can't remember doing a lot of other extracurricular things. Um, were there any special traditions or events that you enjoyed during your time at Norwich High, obviously other than the form drama competition? Yes, the form drama competition was a, a highlight. Uh, I always quite enjoyed the beginning of every day, which was a very traditional start to the day when we all filed into the hall. Uh, I don't know if it's still called the main hall now. Yeah, we just call it Eaton Grove. Oh, right. Well, uh, you filed in and we had uh, a hymn every day, which has stood me in good stead. I know uh, the words of a lot of hymns that we sang repeatedly um, and prayers and uh, notices and so on. And I think that sort of bit of formality at the beginning of the day did sort of set the scene quite well. 
And at the other end of the scale, I remember um, in the summer, a highlight was in really hot weather, when we were trooped outside, a form would be taken outside and sit on, well, I'm sure we must have sat on mats or something, um, and had a lesson under a tree on the front lawn or the big pitch, or the side of the big pitch. And that was fun, yes. I think we still do that now, especially, I think, with the COVID, obviously, the pandemic oh, at yes. the moment. Yes. Um, I think some people were having lessons outside as well, because it's ideal. Yes, yes, lovely. Um, were there any teachers that stuck with you, or was there a particular lesson that maybe instilled something within you, or meant something to you? Well, obviously, the history teachers must have inspired me a bit to want to carry <laughs> on to read history. Um, but in all honesty, we had quite a succession of different history teachers, all of whom in their way brought a different perspective to it, and that was quite fun. Um, but the subject I enjoyed that not many other people did enjoy was Latin, um, which rather appealed to my very logical, systematic sort of mind and learning it by rote and so on. And we had a a very good Latin teacher, Miss B, I'll call her, and uh, she also broadened the strict Latin teaching to a bit of history of ancient Greece um, and Rome and traditions and um, culture and so on, and that made it very alive. So I did read Latin at A level and enjoyed that, and it instilled a lifelong love of Greece in me and travelling in Greece and Italy in later years. So I think those are the two subjects. Maths, again, we had a very nice maths teacher who was a form teacher for two years. I think your form teacher always had quite a, an influence on your life. Um, and one in particular, the maths teacher, Miss Howell, who became Mrs Johnson, um, was a very good form teacher. And I think she had a sort of formative influence on other aspects of my life. Um, as for the head girl thing, you mentioned before that it wasn't sort of done via an election, but no. you don't really have an idea of how that sort of happened other than maybe the headmistress choosing you? I think it really was the headmistress's decision. I presume she consulted with other members of staff and so on, but there was no input from... Uh, pupils at all. There was no selection process, there was no nomination. Um, suddenly, you know, if you were going to be honoured, you were summoned to the headmistress's office and um, told that next year you would be the head girl. <laughs> and which I did enjoy. And um, I mentioned prayers uh, before, and every day before prayers, I, as head girl, uh, or jointly with the other head girl, uh, one of us would go to the headmistress's office and have a few words, um, perhaps being let in on one or two secrets or something, or you felt you were included in the, the whole sort of process of running the school, and then we would process into the platform and take prayers. Um, but how we were really chosen, well, mystery. <laughs> yes. Also, you mentioned before about having prize giving. Yeah. Was that also in St Andrew's Hall? Because that's where we have it now. And what did your prize giving sort of look like? 
Um, no, my prize giving was in the hall at Eaton Grove. Um, so it must have been fairly restricted. In fact, seating was restricted because I think my parents were somewhat aggrieved that being parents of a head girl, I think they thought they might get a seat towards the front. But because my father was always busy and doing other things, they arrived rather late. <laughs> and, uh, not quite standing room at the back, but they certainly didn't get a very good seat. But it, it, was, it was fun. Um, I can't honestly remember. I should remember inspiring people who came and talked to us and gave out the prizes, but I'm sorry, that has faded into the mists of time. But did you still have like the cups being presented or different trophies and things for sports? Did you have things for the arts as well then? Or was it more can't remember academic? That it was very much academic. Lower one form for this, lower for one and two. So there were always form prizes. Uh, and was the one for distinction and one for commended performance or something like that. Um, and then when it got to a bit higher up the school, there were one or two specific prizes, um, the Jill Tusting Prize for something you had to write an essay on and it was awarded on the basis of that. There was the Old Girls Prize for Mathematics, which I think I got. Um, still, yes, I so I must have been quite well taught. <laughs> um, and one or two other prizes, and I think they probably announced um, very good music results when people had got grade six or seven, eight or something, then they might have been mentioned. But otherwise, there were very few general prizes or distinctions that people might have got. No, can't remember much mm. else at all. Um, do you have a message that you would like to share with the students and teachers at Norwich High School today? Yes, thinking back on my days at the high school, um, uh, I, I'm very grateful that I went to the high school and obviously I decided to send my daughters to the high school in later years. Um, because I think it did teach us what we needed to know. It was a bit hidebound, um, and as I say, there wasn't much outside the regular um, English, maths, languages, whatnot subjects. Things like philosophy and economics and anything else didn't exist at all. It was sort of very regimented. But that is important to give you some sort of discipline. You need to know these things. So I would encourage uh, present pupils to take their work seriously, um, even if it isn't all a, a bed of roses. It is important for future life and for getting into certain careers and further education and so on. Um, it's important that you have the basic um, GCSEs, A-levels or whatever, um, to get you to the next stage and uh, certainly the high school got um, us all sort of reasonable results that I think most of us got to the sort of university or further education we wanted and then it's up to you at that stage to decide what you make of that education. Um, 
but I think the high school is um, justly proud of having been in Norwich and a leading educator of women in Norwich for a long, long time. And I do wish all present pupils, future pupils, well. And I think as well, before you, when you were talking about the difference in, I suppose, extracurricular things and now how we have so many more guest speakers or more of a push mm -hmm. to empower women, just, I guess, you would say to maybe take advantage of that now? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think it's marvellous all the things that uh, you do and in sport and, um, yes, encouraging you in whatever field you're interested in. Uh, it was very restricted, I, I think, in our day. But then we weren't long after the war, really, when you, you think of it, and I'm sure it wasn't easy. But certainly sport was just what could be done on the big pitch and the little pitch and a couple of tennis courts. Um, and I can't remember ever doing any athletics or anything other than sports day when suddenly we were sent out to buy a, a pot ceramic um, egg to do oh. the egg and spoon race. Uh, I think even my parents were a bit aggrieved that we had to go and buy our own egg to be able to take part in the egg and spoon race. But yes, I mean, lots of things just didn't exist in my day. And I think you're so fortunate nowadays that uh, all these things are on offer at the high school and you must make the most of them. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode, Alison. It's been a privilege to talk to you. And as for all of the listeners, thank you for listening and we will see you again soon.